You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Hello, and welcome back to the Salty Sex Cast. Episode 66. And today we're going to be talking about cross-dressing, but first, do we have any news or announcements, Mariah? Yeah. Yeah, thank you for asking, Pamela. I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, So some of you may know I already teach higher ed, um, but now I get to teach human sexuality at a local university. We'll just leave it at that. It was really exciting news. Like, I I am so excited. I love teaching. um, And now, and I love sex and sex education especially, thus the reason we have this podcast, but now I get to mesh the two, so I'm really, really excited for that. Um, Not so great news. I have my very first ever fucking cold sore. I'm not okay with this. Yeah, I am really surprised, because usually people either get them when they're young, you know, or and then always get them their whole life, or they don't, so... And now I, I'm a little afraid because right? I know I've been exposed to it oh. before. Like ninety percent of people have been. Most people, to it, like so. almost everybody, carries that yeah. um, herpes strain, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but it, usually your immune system keeps it at bay, mm-hmm. so you either have that or don't. I I assume. I think. I guess, but even when my immune system has been real low. Yeah, I haven't gotten one. So I think there's like a genetic element too. Right. Some people are just more prone to outbreaks. So I grew up in a house. Everyone in my family gets cold sores. So it's like I was exposed to it all the time. And then my husband gets cold sores, everything. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like we had a horrific trip to Colorado. Well, the trip was great. The coming home was horrific um last weekend and it was their fourth largest like snowstorm they've ever had anyway and it was just very stressful very long trip and also just life is stressful so I'm like maybe it was that I also was sick the weekend before that so maybe my immune system was already low and just something the stress on top of it but we went with friends and we're all like mixing drinks and everyone's like yeah try this try this so I'm like I'm either getting Rona or or like I was like we're either getting Rona um or a fucking cold sore it sucks. It's okay. Now I will never make fun of my sister ever again. <laughs> I told her. I sent her a video. And I was like, karma sucks. And I'm so sorry. And I love you. <laughs> but yeah. So dumb. Anyway, yeah. how about you, Pamela? Anything going on? Mm, I don't have any really big news. I'm getting vaccinated on April 2nd. I'm very excited. That really is good news. That <laughs> yeah, really is exciting. It really is. Yeah. Um, Henry and Amanda and Bert have all already been vaccinated. Oh, cool. For different reasons. So just work and uh, things like that. And- yeah. Their jobs and their age in Bert's case. We <laughs> 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 teased him nonstop about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to wait until the general population. So and that for Utah, that's in April. Thanks. Yeah. Really exciting. So, yeah, Brady. What's your big news? I have big news. What's the newest addition? Oh, yeah. We put in a hot tub. I forgot about that. (laughs) You forgot about that. And so we're going to have a Salty Sex Cast bikini party. Yeah. You're at at your house. At the studio. Yeah, at the studio. Yep. That's the plan. I'm going to drag microphones out. We're going to do a show out there. (laughs) We're going to get electrocuted? I don't know about having electricity (laughs) that close to water, Brady. We've talked about this. 
I'll, I'll, uh, it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. <laughs> How many volts are going through a microphone? Do you mean electrocution can't be that bad? Is that what you're saying, Brady? By microphone in a hot tub, it can't be that bad. I mean, I had if I'm to, gonna die, want to die half naked or naked, fully naked. Like, let's let's be honest. I had to drag out like all. I had to pull out like all the stops as far as like electricity goes to get the hot tub running. So it's like hooked up to the highest amount of electricity that anything in my house will run off of. So the microphones don't concern me. It's the actual hot tub. <laughs> the hot tub itself is gonna kill you. I think. This is the hot tub time machine. Salty Six Cast Edition? Yeah. Are you going to okay. make us sign a release before we... <laughs> I am now. Waiver? I am now because you brought it up. Shocking. <laughs> Love it. Hopefully by the time you guys climb in, I'll have either died in the hot tub before you, and then I'm not worried about any lawsuits because I'll be in the great beyond. Right. Uh, or if there's a or chance of a... Like, yeah. Or yeah, we'll be all right. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. I've done stupider things for less money. <laughs> Do I need to remind you that we don't... <laughs> oh yeah constantly it feels like i've done stupider things that have cost me money okay there yeah. you go <laughs> <laughs> love it so back to our episode on the subject we had a listener reach out to us through our email address which is salty at gmail.com we are always loving when we are always loving we always love that's what i should say <laughs> When people reach out to us, let us know what's going on. We're always happy to answer questions, dedicate an episode. We felt like this one was a great episode to have because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that probably experience this and there's not a lot of hopeful, helpful, healthy information that supports that lifestyle and that, that curiosity and that side of those people. So we kind of brought it up. It was it was cross-dressing in um, a very limited sense, very, you know, tip of the iceberg is what we can kind of say, right? But um, Pamela, would you like to read what our listener wrote to us? Absolutely. So we're going to call our listener just L um, because I don't, they didn't tell us what pronouns to use, did they? And they asked to remain anonymous. Correct. Yes. Um, But anyway, so it was, they um but our listener goes by l and they say i am a hot sexy bisexual sex starved woman trapped inside a masculine heterosexual host that being said i have an have had an intense feminine sexy inner nympho inside desperate to take over i have felt this way since i was about 11 years old i am really only comfortable when wearing soft silky and sexy women's clothing I discovered panties at age 11 and have taken every possible opportunity to wear them ever since then. It is not necessarily a sex thing, but more like a deep need to satisfy the woman trapped in a man's body. However, some panties and other things like hosiery do arouse me sometimes. Yeah, and our this listener goes on to say, you know, they're they're married to a female and um you know, some things have gone on in their marriage and she's supportive of this. Um, and then things have kind of gotten maybe a little escalated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where can we just support this couple? And, and this listener also mentioned that they had lost relationships in the past because of this, um, this interest of theirs. And... So I think it's it's really important to address 
kind of the shame surrounding it. Um, and just, you know, that, that it's still socially acceptable, which I find a little bit crazy in a world where, you know, so many things are, are now becoming acceptable. Um, you know, you can come out as a, quite a lot of things, but if you come out of, as a cross-dresser, I think there's still quite a bit of shame around that yeah. for people. Right. Um, you know, I have to like admit like my, one of my favorite aesthetics, um, from like the queer community mm-hmm. is like large beefy men with beards. Mm-hmm. And then they've just got this like full set of makeup and like yeah. big dingly earrings on like a dress or something. I was like, I fucking love that. It's like the best of both worlds just mashed together. Like, I don't know. It's just so fucking fun. Like, anytime I see someone, I just want to be like, I just want to give you a high five because you look amazing. And this is so fun to look at and you get to be yourself Mm -hmm. and just everything that's really cool about that. Like, why are we separating those Mm -hmm. and saying they have to stay separate? And um, anyway, so I just had to say, like, that's one of my personal favorite things. So every time I experience with, well, and I don't know anymore because things have changed since then, right? With what you can come out as and how people identify. But you talk about the big bearded person dressed up as another person. Um, when I was working for a local grocery train chain, I got uh, um, I got told I was going to drive a truck in the Pride Parade, which I thought was kind of funny that I got like told air quotes because uh i would have volunteered for it it didn't really bother me but i was basically told like you're the youngest guy who's probably less likely to fist fight these people so you go so we drove i drove truck for this grocery chain in the in the pride parade and so i got to drive the boss's truck because he had a show truck had like you know it was a fancy truck uh, compared yeah it was just it was better looking than all the other trucks right and so he was very clear i don't want you to smoke in my truck I don't want you to do this in my truck. I don't want you to do that in my truck. But the one thing he didn't say was I couldn't let everybody in the pride parade climb in his truck and take pictures. And so we put these pictures all over the office. And shortly after that was my truck. Oh, because nice. <laughs> he was an older gentleman with some prejudices, but, uh, some, some lack of understanding. Some lack of understanding for sure. Yeah. So why was he wanting to participate in the pride parade? He was told to. Oh. The, yeah, the company decided we were doing that. Oh, I see. Yeah, so they sent me out to go drive the truck, but okay. I got a, I got a brand new show truck. Um, but like my favorite people were those exact same people um, because they were like, "Hell yeah, I'll climb up on your truck!" And then they just sort of like daintily lift their skirt to put their high heels up on the steps. It was so cute and right? funny. I loved it. So fantastic! Yeah, I mean, it's we're slowly getting there. But when you maybe have this established partnership and you just know, okay, so I'm going to say hypothetically, you know, like my male spouse lets me know, hey, I like to wear women's underwear. I'd be like, okay, I don't understand it maybe, but it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't bother me, anything Mm -hmm. like that. But as it maybe increases or, um, you know, like our listener L has even talked about, um, bisexual starved woman trapped inside a masculine heterosexual host i think that's where it's kind of like maybe the reason there's a little bit of disconnect between them and their partner is because it's a changing fluid thing Mm -hmm. and what i thought i had a relationship with 
or you know who I thought I had a relationship with is shifting and maybe that scares me and this can go for anything absolutely yeah. oh, anything absolutely today obviously we're talking about this you know as a, a cross-dressing you know specific but it can be really anything um that like slowly shifts and it comes down to conversation yeah absolutely. communication but how does that actually happen in a relationship when you think it's already healthy and so you don't have to have a lot of these hard conversations and you're not prepped to have hard conversations either or continual conversation. Mm-hmm. You got to check in so often. Yeah. You know, it just occurred to me that like part of the reason it's such a difficult conversation to have is because there are no clear definitions for anyone, right? There's this intersection of kind of drag and cross-dressing and transgender or ger- gen- fluid gender fluid fluidity mm-hmm. i guess um, <laughs> um and so there are all these questions around well what does that actually mean for you you know is this something that you want to do in private is this something you want to display on stage is this part of like a bigger picture um identity piece mm-hmm. you know and so that's why the communication is so incredibly important because if you just say to someone, I like cross-dressing, I don't know what that means. There's a huge spectrum. There's a huge spectrum. That like, I'm like, hey, or, you know, it's just underwear. Is it just the the material? Is it that you see this sexy on somebody else? So when it's on you, that's where your mind goes. Mm-hmm. It's like this tangible reminder. Tan- it's almost like a imagine tangible imaginative thing mm-hmm. imagination <laughs> i don't know what i'm yeah, trying to say i, I know yeah, you're saying though yeah it, like i would say that's maybe one of the starts of the spectrum and then you know all the way to fully of i'm not the person i want to be at all i really don't want to you know like i'm trapped inside this body kind of thing and i want to completely be someone else someone different and i think that's that spectrum anyway kind of looking at it yeah if someone said something, you'd be like, well, where are we at? And even if we're here today, I need to pre- be prepared. It might shift. It might be more than just underwear. You know, it mm-hmm. might be. And what is it? And do I need to express that I am uncomfortable at a certain point? I don't know. Yes, Brady. I put on my ex-wife's panties once when we were still together, mm-hmm. like just as a joke. And that was like one of the best nights of sex we ever had. <laughs> like not for me because I was wearing her panties, but it just like is like a it joke. A, it like explore. it triggered something in her. Trusting and exploring with together too, and um, yeah, Justin's worn mine before, more as a joke, and well, it's yeah. hilarious. It's it's uh, it's, he's got the largest <laughs> butt, and I was like, you're gonna <laughs> rip them. So I was like, here's a pair that I'm like not overly attached. to. <laughs> and i was like yeah there's no way like it was just like one nut on each side right <laughs> it's great anyway but that's not here nor there it was just you know well i i'd like to point out that this is actually a continuation of our previous conversations surrounding gender in general mm-hmm. um and gendered expectations that men have to wear 
you know, X, Y, and Z type of clothes where women are expected to wear the ABC clothes. And, um, you know, there, there are cultures in the world where that just, it's, it's not so binary, right? It, it just doesn't matter yeah. what you wear. Um, and so I think a big or how part- you have your hair or anything. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that a big part of this, um, you know, learning the self-acceptance and moving past the, the shame is understanding that social construct that this is all just society's label or I don't know, kind of like veil that has been put on, on all of us um, to, to tell us what we should look like and what we should wear. And yeah. Yeah. Obviously we can't snap our fingers and tell society to fuck off and let's make a new definition and expectation. Um, no. So, but I think conversations, hard conversations and just being aware is the first step. So just awareness, what drives that need for you you know like our listener says they feel like they're trapped inside of this specific body and they know that that you know that person that's trapped is a bisexual um sex sex starved woman i love that (laughs) i was like yes anyway just how it was kind of you know defined for them they have been able to define where that is now it's i have this thing very vulnerable for me to share this information with you and you maybe don't understand or are uncomfortable or you know because that changed from what we were at the beginning of our relationship and what I was imagining our relationship to be it's like how um how does that kind of start that I think um again continual conversations safe conversations what do those look like well like as the partner of someone who cross dresses you'd want to create a safe space just letting them know you can talk to me about anything having to do with this and i will not judge you for it and i mean that's gonna be really hard for some people yeah but if you love and care about that person then you're gonna come in it into it with as little judgment as possible. Exactly. And, and there was, you know, we did some research and kind of wanted to give some good advice, not just our own personal opinion, (laughs) but um, you know, there's some suggestions on, on how to kind of continually have that open conversation, open dialogue and be fully aware of the need of each partner. Um, And one of them is I thought was really unique. It's maybe not use date night for those hard conversations because then that starts to, you start to pull away from dates because now yeah. it's like, man, I'm going to kind of dread this because maybe I'm going to have to have a co- hard conversation and say, I am uncomfortable with this or I want to shift something, you know, whatever that That's, hard conversation might be. Right. So you're taking away from that, that bonding time. That's just good advice in general. Exactly. Like, always yeah. set aside time to just have fun. Yeah, and then um, one is to have it like a continually, continual um, time period. So if it's like a monthly mm-hmm. conversation, not when something shifts. So kind of like a therapy session. 
Like, I guess what I'm saying is when I know I have therapy coming up with, with a partner of mine, then I don't have to address it in that moment. Cause I'm like, there's space that's been created for that. And, and I can wait cause it's, I think the conversation is going to go better in yeah. that space. Um, a, and then it also like forces you to every week or two weeks or month or whatever it is, like this is going to be addressed again. What is important for me to talk about right now? Yeah, exactly. And then I love just putting it on my list too before therapy because it was then I get a chance to kind of say, ask myself like, was that just a moment of me just being petty or ornery or was it really a need that I need to talk about yeah. or something like that you know so it's it's really a great time too when you have that date always on the calendar yeah. or at least something always there not when something changes because in the moment if I have to say you know like hey I'm uncomfortable or I was bugged that you stole my underwear you know I have yeah. no clue I'm throwing out examples <laughs> sure. anyway um but yeah that was you know I think just something really really great to think about another one that I thought was so healthy and I would totally love to do this if my husband's handwriting wasn't jack shit. <laughs> but having a shared notebook, like mm -hmm. a shared journal, and like writing it, you can pass it to each other or just both of you writing it. I thought that was kind of a safe thing for partners who can express themselves well that way because and not written. everyone can. So, um, yeah, yeah, and I think consider to that. That's probably my number one way to communicate hard things. Yeah is I, I'd rather write it down. And now I've actually found, because um, that's not my spouse's, um, I found it's easier for me to first write it down, have it on paper, and then be able to communicate it later verbally. Anyway, I just thought the shared notebook was a really cool yeah, idea. it is. Um, especially, you know, if you wanted to, like, label, like, pages and say, like, happy things and hard things or something like that, like, too. So make those celebrations. Um I think too often we, we have too many hard conversations and not enough good conversations. <laughs> um, but that was one. And then um, if your feelings change about your sex or gender, like you need to be willing to admit those and talk to them, talk to your partner about those. So if it's like, hey, I thought I just started with underwear or, or maybe, you know, just wearing clothing in, in the home. But now I really want to go start wearing it outside the home. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Or or change my name. Have you called me something different? You know, this spectrum is just so great. So some of these examples may be way off base, but at least somewhat relatable um, on where you can go. So if anything changes... Definitely make that point to say something. Don't try to hold it in because you're worried about any blowback or lie or skirt around it, I guess, sometimes. Just that fear is really hard. So, like, having that trust already with that partner is hard or is good to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. And being prepared on what might come back. Just because you're fully honest and you're prepared to share, hey, I want to share these feelings about this need. And then maybe your partner does not react well. Still being ready for that. Yeah. I think you have to decide with with anything that's out of the ordinary, um, or as with anything that's out of the ordinary, you have to decide if it's more important to you than that relationship. Kind of like I had to do with 
poly, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, is it more, is this so much a part of my identity that this is how I have to be? Or is this something I can give up because it's too hard for my partner? Yeah. Um, I think getting really solid on that before you have those tough conversations with your partner is good. Um, so some introspection, yeah, some, some, some time introspection. with, yeah, yeah. Some time of your own self-awareness and your own needs. Yeah. What's the drive behind some of this? Is it because truly you feel like you're trapped inside, you know, someone else is trapped inside your body or is it just like, Oh, you know, this is fun and sexy to wear. And it, you know, like women yeah. get all the fun, frilly things, whatever that, right. you know, yeah. if it's just that, you know, it might you know, not, if it's just that, don't let me minimize that at all. <laughs> but that is a different type of conversation. you know different um need i guess and also just it's a great time to use therapy as that safe place but be picky and choosy with the therapist you pick especially if it's something you know like polyamory or cross-dressing or anything like that where it is maybe a little taboo or um different yeah you have to have a very very open-minded very very prepared therapist someone who has experience working with similar clients to you 100 percent. i mean i i wish all therapists were equal <laughs> they are not and don't be afraid to fire a therapist and go oh, to someone yeah. else if it's not working out i think that's so helpful and so important to um to point out any therapist worth their salt will give you a free consult so that you can at least get that initial impression of, is this going to work? Mm-hmm. Um, but I value therapy so much that even though I have insurance, I both of the therapists, or all three of the therapists that I'm working with right now, um, for myself and other relationships, I'm paying out of pocket for, like a ridiculous amount of money out of my budget for therapy. Um, but I've just found that, I, I at least think that it's it's worthwhile to spend the money and get someone who's really really good, and who you can work through tough stuff with, and then graduate out of therapy um, within months rather than years. Yes, there. Well, and there's different types of therapy too. So to be aware, there is long term therapy, and then there is like you know, hey, I just need some guidance right now right. like I, I i'm really lost right now um but then there's sometimes that maybe it's it's um good to have someone that you continually check in even if it's once every six months or something oh yeah absolutely you i'm know? not saying there's anything wrong no, with no. going yeah. to therapy long term but also if you're not making progress exactly yeah, there i think I'm that's saying. great yeah. yeah no there's definitely um yeah, if you don't feel like you're making any progress and you're just turning wheels you need a new therapist yeah. that's not good there well I can't even say that. I hate to say that, but be prepared. I'll say it. What do you want from your therapist? Do you want just someone to have a conversation with? Maybe that's a long-term therapist and you're okay spinning those wheels each time you meet and paying that money. Um, You know, sometimes that's the healthy conversation that you're looking for and you're not looking to solve anything. You just need that trust and partnership in someone. Um, But if you want to enact change, then. Yes. Yeah. You'll need. Yeah something moving is good um we were talking about therapy and something else came up oh no i lost it 
That's okay. Go ahead. Do you have another thought? I was no, I was going to ask Brady to scroll down. It doesn't go any further. Yes, it does. It does. Oh, it does. <laughs> Sorry, it stopped earlier when I was trying to scroll it down. Oh, weird. <laughs> All good. And down further. Thank you. Is there another page? Are you going to surprise me with no, another page? No, that's the end of the, the show notes. Thank you. Thank you, Fran. Can we get two mouses? Mice? I could just give you, I mean, for this, you could just have the mouse. Yeah. Thanks. What happens if I fuck up the recording? Was Nothing. There no, was there no chocolate, Brady? I, I don't know. I text. I don't. really sad. Right? There After should be chocolate. chocolate. I was like, fuck, I need chocolate. Are we syncing up, Pamela? I think we might be. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, I Brady's just like, oh, I'm out. Uh, I'm out of here. Oh, I don't have one, so I couldn't oh, tell you. Oh, that's right. Well, <laughs> Amanda can... doesn't have one either, but she's decided she's on my cycle. I can she's t- like, damn it, your period is making me cranky again. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a uterus at all and never have, and I get on my wife's cycle, yeah. and I get cranky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Henry gets yeah, on There's cycles. still hormonal shifts for... Yeah. For sure. Hey, by the way, 30 minutes. I know I normally do hand signals, but I've <laughs> sunk you. up with my wife and I'm cranky. So I'm just going to tell cranky. you. I do see the time in the corner. So it is nice that you got us this beautiful, large screen. Thank you, friend. <laughs> Appreciate you. Now, now can you get us some chocolate break? <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, I'll go get it. Just go get it. Yeah. Carry on chatting. I'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Hold on. This break was brought to you by... Do we need internet? Are you going to be leaving in your pocket? No, it's right here. Okay. This break was brought to you by Murder Shack Studios. And chocolate. And chocolate. And chocolate. We have needs. God damn it. Thank you for serving them. You're fantastic. No, no, uh, <laughs> You know, sometimes we need that break. From Brady? <laughs> <laughs> No comment. No, just kidding. It's great. Um, we're talking about healthy communication. And I had another thought. And then I lost it. So that's okay. So let's continue on. But yeah. I apologize if I jump in. I'm like, oh, I remember. Okay. That's okay. all right. We'll, okay. we'll just roll with it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we do want to talk about a little bit more about the shame surrounding um cross-dressing and there's actually a word for it the the transvestal transvestism yeah transvestism transvestism um is a paraphilia paraphilia in which an individual experiences recurrent intense sexual arousal from cross-dressing or dressing as the opposite gender in which that person's urge to do so causes significant distress or impairment in his or her daily life. So this is when you know, like, this is definitely not just an interest. It's, you know, maybe that helpline has been crossed. Wait, let's be clear. It's yes. not, it's not that, the, so the disorder is not the result of someone's intense desire to cross-dress. It's the the shame and fear and, you know, concern about the the social implications of that desire. Yeah. Um, so, so if, if you didn't give a fuck and yeah. you had that intense desire, 
It's totally fine. Yeah. Cross-dressing in itself is not a disorder. It's when... Brady, thank you. Brady brought us chocolate. Oh, oh my love God. it. Um, so this one in the purple package comes all the way from England. <gasps> it does. And it's I like the fluffiest it. chocolate I've ever had yes. in a bar form. Mm. So that's from Ian. Thank you, Ian. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> um, I don't know if he listens, but <gasps> he doesn't listen. He might. I don't know. That's fine. Um, I'd have to ask. So, so we're looking at when it consumes your life so much and it's causing that distress or impairment in your daily it's like yeah. you can't function without it you can't um anything in your life that causes that kind of distress or prevents you from chocolate <laughs> just kidding, Pamela. i'm just kidding you were still we were still able to carry conversation enough right enough yeah <laughs> yeah but anything that you know impairs your life or you know like normal life processes yeah. is is a disorder yeah and, and you that, should seek help exactly that's when you know hey you definitely need help but also when you're you're going through and it's affecting your partnership with somebody that's really important not that this is now so unhealthy you need that but it is great to seek out some services and oh, that's it that's what it was it was mm. a service mm. there are support groups and you know meetings for folks who go through this and they can kind of give you tips there are facebook support groups which are very um you have to be very very picky and choosy with facebook support groups with anything that you're looking for because these are usually you know like peer run it's not like a professional who's commenting and and kind of guiding the conversation like a like a um group would like um psychoeducational group or something that like a therapist would offer but um it's still a decent place to maybe do some investigation has someone come up with a tip or does someone have you know some other things that they can say this is a good way to communicate with your partner um and a resource for your partner who may not understand or may feel um fearful or um hesitant because they're not sure of the unexpected and they're like how far does this drive go yeah i think like any spouse any partner would kind of feel like that i i think um just the need for anything you'd be like cool yeah i'm so happy to support you but then if it's like more 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 it's like is there an end to this need i'm worried you know because i don't understand it or um is there a point where we do need to be worried because i don't know you know i'm not aware of that or anything it's um and And how yeah having that community support and realizing that you're not the only one on on either side of that equation right you're not the only one with this drive you're not the only one who's partnered with somebody with this drive yeah it's absolutely huge um because it is such a taboo topic and um you know people i think feel really isolated around it yeah yeah taboo topic i think that's a really important to talk about as well because you know that's the social when you open that do you mind getting me a piece thank (laughs) you not at all just got my chocolate bitch over here no just kidding (laughs) that was brady (laughs) thanks sweets um really you know just being aware thank you that 
cross-dressing in itself. Thank you. Um, getting chocolate handed to me as I'm talking. That's why I'm saying thank you. So if you're not watching this on YouTube, you know what's happening. If you're just listening to us. Um, can impact your social life. And I love that what some of the research we were looking at also said, um, like your bank account. Like being aware if you have two wardrobes, um, fucking women's panties, like high quality are oh my not God. cheap. It's so true. And you know, because you have a I don't wear client them. closet. <laughs> well, no, but you purchase them for oh, your do. clients. Oh, yeah. Our client closet, like that lingerie is so ridiculously expensive. We have panties that originally cost like $100. Fuck pair, off. For one pair of panties. Did I ever tell you this? But I get them on sale. <clears throat> it might be a different time to tell the story, but did I ever tell you the Victoria's Secret story about the, this is like one of the first steps towards my first divorce. No. was buying underwear at Victoria's Secret. It wasn't underwear, it was a, a swimsuit. But my ex-wife wanted to buy the swimsuit and I didn't look at the price tag. <laughs> and she just was like, yeah, I can't afford it. And I was like, oh, you know what? Well, I'm going to surprise her. So I figured out her size and I ordered it online. And Lee was going to show up while I was gone. Hmm. And I was tracking the package. And I was really excited to be like, hey, check the mail. There's yep. something there for me. And uh, so I spent $80 on this swimsuit. Mm-hmm. Or what it I thought. It was about three square inches of fabric. Yeah. that I th- Well, I thought it was a swimsuit. All I bought was the bottoms. I, I didn't know you had to pay for both parts. And I was in so much trouble for not knowing you got to pay for both parts. So it would have been a hundred dollars for the bottoms. for the bottoms. So it would have been one hundred and sixty bucks, maybe more, for the complete set. But I fucked that whole thing up. Or I bought the tops and not the bottoms. I don't remember which. Which. So she was mad at you for trying. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sorry, Brady. It's a step towards the end. But thank you. The, the- I never Great tried those ones on. for the expense. Yeah. I should have tried those ones on since I paid for them. <laughs> but that is a good illustration of just how absurdly expensive women's lingerie and oh, yeah. under... 160 bucks for a swimsuit. Yeah. Dude, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm going, I'm going to give a little lingerie recommendation for our cross dressers out there who are maybe spending too much at really high-end places um i buy a lot of stuff for my client closet from sheen or sheen it's s-h-e-i-n.com um they have lingerie in sizes like extra small to 5x uh, which is really unusual especially if you're like a plus size um cross-dresser it's just i mean just in general it's difficult to find uh lingerie and anything above an xl oh yeah and um yes it all comes from china i know and it takes a little while to get here like the shipping's slow but the prices are phenomenal and some of the lingerie is really quality yeah it's decent quality it's not like the highest quality yeah if you want really high quality stuff and then just buy fewer pieces and shop at places like um, Honey Burdette and this will inspire. That stuff will last forever. Mm-hmm. But um, Shein, you could have a ap- an absolutely huge closet of lingerie for a decent price. So just my little Shein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she I'll bet it's is Sheen. in. It's probably Shein. I'm going to the material Shein. Sheens or has a Shein because she is in sexy clothes yeah i think it's a <laughs> i think it's a play on words yeah 
I don't know. Obviously, I can't. I can't speak normal. I can't speak English. Anomic like, aphasia. Let alone fucking read it off of a screen. Sometimes, so don't ask me how to pronounce things. I really am an educated individual. <laughs> like I said, I'm better at writing. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, and and to get those degrees, typically you write. Mm-hmm. You don't need an oral presentation. So, although I might have rocked that anyway if I had to. I did not blow job my way into my degrees. <laughs> I might have rocked that anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, the innuendos. Oh, speaking of, I don't know if we're done with this topic, but I just want to know how the tally is going for our um, our sex. What did we decide to sex call it? Resolutions. Sex resolutions. Okay. Um, I'm up one, so total of eight. Mm-hmm. And I, and I just found out that if I use a dildo and a natural penis, that it's half a point. So I'm going to get on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we, we're meeting her halfway yeah. with that. I love that. I love that someone else in your life is trying to find you loopholes. Well, it was, we it had was our, our patrons. Life, yeah, yeah oh. we had our live Q&A with our patrons. And one of our patrons suggested I should get half a point. And I said, thank you. If okay, someone great. wanted to be a patron, where would they go? Patreon.com forward slash salty sex cast. We are adult content, so you will have to check the little box that says you're 18 or over. But I promise, like, we're decent adult content. (laughs) (laughs) Not the bad kind. What's the bad? Like you're not gonna get like assaulted as soon as you click, yes, I'm 18. Just I don't know. Unless you want that. I don't know. That sounds like that sounds yeah, like the salty sex really, cast really only judgy, fan. Mariah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I like where this is going. Well, sometimes I'm really scared to click that. I'm like, what's going to happen? I'm yeah, you don't see. you don't click that box, and then all of a sudden a dick it, pops out of the screen. Yeah, or it takes you. I to get dark enough web of those. Someone so. tries to sell you into sex slavery. Right, right. I'm all of a sudden getting like offered things that I'm like, no. You know all the like the crazy pop up sex things that like the ads that used to pop yeah. up on like old computers, right? Like, I, sometimes I'm just scared that as soon as I hit yes, it's out there. Brrr, now that, yeah, yeah. Your screen, like, just I don't brrr, know. I'm like, no. Like, Shit, they all just popped up at once. I'm going to get a, a virus. Someone just sent me a, a package of pre-com. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like on its way and I can't stop it. FedEx won't take it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you need oh. pills to enlarge in your penis? Sometimes that happens. Like, all of a sudden, I just get, like, a shit ton of emails about that. And I was like, fuck. Someone sold my info. Anyway. Because you have a little penis? Because yeah, I checked the penis? box that I'm 18. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that means you have a little penis? I promise that won't happen on Patreon. That's what I'm just trying to say, everyone. You're safe, you're safe with us. We will protect you and your information. We will only use it to send you thank yous and... Invitations. Some sexy pictures sometimes. You get sexy photos for being our patron. And um, you get to join us for monthly live Q&As that we just chat about things. Oh, yeah. I just took some and you new might- nudes with Mateusz. You did. I saw those. I, I mean, I saw the you. censored version. Yeah, I'm, I'll send you the fuck censorship version okay. of that one. You can post it. They are beautiful. They look fantastic. I'm like, mm, that headdress, like out of the crown, the headpiece, whatever it is. Like, Damn. Just, she's hot. Patreon.com forward slash salty sex cast. <laughs> Thanks, Brady. <laughs> yes, so you get a half a point. 
um, for getting double penetrated with one half, like for the two that are there, one half for real. Yeah. Yes. that's You get the half point is just for the real one. We have to be double penetrated. Okay. I don't know. So would I get like a half My point logic. if I got to eat pussy, but she doesn't come? No. Okay. Don't eat my pussy unless you're going to be down there till I come. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't let me eat your pussy unless you're ready to come. Okay. Well, that's what I did. It actually, goes both ways. I did tell Justin oh. that. And he was like, because I was like, you know what? Can you please, please eat me out? Like until I come. Because it's been, it's been a minute. And, you know, we've both been kind of sick and lots of travel. Anyway. And so he's like, do you want me to eat you out? And I was like, no, I got to ride your dick for a minute. Like, I gotta, like, you can't just like jump in there and expect me to come. Like, I want like some pre-game my vagina like the pre-game is penetration well i mean like that sounds backwards doesn't <laughs> it, does. it i'm a little i'm fucking confused I'm, yeah. over here we were making and out and i was doing the whole like slip and slide on on the shaft to try to get it all <laughs> fucking bizarro universe over there i don't know where and i, I am was like anymore. no yeah. superman's a bad guy so i actually do have some news i forgot to tell you guys so i've mentioned the o shot before yeah did you i get got it, it. <gasps> okay how the fuck was it it was fucking awful. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. It, it doesn't sound like so it feels great is what I'm saying. Painful. So everyone I had talked to who's gotten it was like, oh, it's no big deal. They numb you with some numbing cream. And then it's like, you know, a is little it anesthetic it? and you can't feel much. That was such bullshit. They did put a local anesthetic on me uh, or a numbing cream. And then they injected me with the local anesthetic. And that was the most painful part. Mm-hmm. Um, they inject you right at the root of your oh. clit. Oh, that makes me hurt. Like my, oh, it made me hurt too. And then they inject it a bit like inside your, at your G spot. I hate calling it that cause it's whatever, but you'll know what I mean if I say it. Um, and a that walnut. was, that was fine. Like that didn't, that didn't really hurt too badly, but, um, it was like, the most acutely painful thing I've experienced in some time. Ugh. And then Especially for the next when you're two, not mentally prepared for that. Yeah, Cause everyone was because like, everyone was like, it's, it's not fine. That yeah. So no. I really wasn't. And then, um, for the next two and a half days after I urinated, it was so <gasps> painful. I mean, it, there wasn't just like, you know, a few seconds of pain after I urinated, there was like two minutes of pain after I urinated. It felt like that. Maybe it was only a minute, but it was it was long. Like, did it ever pay off? So, I think it has started paying off. Is the thing okay. because they said it would take a couple of weeks before I noticed results, but this weekend I have had the most insane orgasms. I have been like screaming. I mean, I always scream, but I have been like <laughs> <laughs> screaming loud enough to scare the neighbors. Oh. Oh yeah! Like cops show up and you're like, "Oh no, it's cool." Like we we're it's yeah. consensual. Yeah, no one's we're- no one's being murdered. <laughs> yeah, it's been really good. Remind our listeners what the O shot is. So they take sure. your blood through they, a centrifuge, right? right. So right. it's platelet rich plasma. Um, that's what. So they they get the platelets um, or the you know the plasma from your blood in a centrifuge, and then they mix it with. A solution of something else I can't remember. I have information on it at home. The trust know. drug, so, isn't it? So it's not just no. you. Oh. 
it's not just your own homegrown things. It's they're also putting something else in there. That's right. Okay. They're, they're mixing it with something else. So it's quite a lot of fluid that they then inject into you. And um, it sends a signal to your body that it needs to repair that area. Mm-hmm. And so it does all of this kind of like nerve damage repair. Mm. Um, so then you're just heightened, more sensitive, yeah, so you're more mo- blood yeah. flow. So this shot has actually been shown to be pretty effective for incontinence. But they're, they've also said that like 80% of women experience an increase or increased sexual pleasure. Um, I've also heard the opposite from my OBGYN. She told me that they stopped doing the O shot for that reason. Um, they mm-hmm. only do it for incontinence now because um, they just didn't see amazing results. But it, it was worth the try. Yeah, like it was worth the risk to me. It was kind of pricey, but um I had also heard just enough anecdotal evidence that I was like I really want to try just to see. So, I might be blowing my money. Do it for but... the listeners. Yeah, <laughs> do it for you guys. <laughs> I went through all that paid for you. Um but anyway, I will let you know on the next episode cuz definitely 2 weeks will have passed Kay. at that point and nice. Um, and then they say two weeks, you start to notice something and then, um, or two to three weeks and then about two to three months is when you really know, like what the full results are. When your body's done its job going through. Okay. That's cool. All right. I appreciate you sharing that because I am curious and love all those different types of therapies and resources out there for people who are going through, um, or didn't realize yeah. that there's so many resources out there when, you know, you want to experiment or looking for a different answer than, sorry, female orgasm really isn't necessary. So right. we don't just, we just don't worry about it. When every five minutes on the radio, I'm hearing a men's ad to get on testosterone and come see the men's clinic. And I'm like, fuck you guys. And your whiny little, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But you're, you're like, it just kind of pisses me off a little bit because it is disproportionate on resources and how important the orgasm is for everyone. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know whether my results this weekend are psychosomatic. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't care. Yeah. Or to just getting stabbed with a needle promote that healing. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. But like, who fucking cares why it's working? The fact that it's working. I, they've actually I listened to a podcast about this where um, they did some studies on the placebo effect. And it seems that even when someone is aware that they're taking the placebo of the drug, they still see similar results. Mind. I'll send you it's a cool link. A strong thing. Yeah. I'll send you a cool link to a video about that. But okay. it's to- it, like there's actually placebo dro- blocking drugs, too. Yeah, you've brought that up a couple times before. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my little girl skinned her knee at school last week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she was like, oh, my knee hurts. Like she was just looking for some attention. And uh, so we just gave her a placebo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, let me get your placebo. I'm like, she doesn't know what a placebo is. So I was just like, I'll get your placebo. And then just like rub something on there. And she was like, oh, it works great. It's yeah. amazing. And then yeah. just like dances out of the room. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what the, the mom kisses. 
Yeah. The magic yeah. mom kiss. Or the magic Placebo. band-aid. Let me kiss up. Oh, yes. Like, uh, Henry's daughter is obsessed with band-aids. Oh, so they're always anytime, at this stage. Like, even if she just gets her feelings hurt. <laughs> I need Aww. a band-aid. Band-aids fix it. You it's, do need a band-aid. It's super cute. <laughs> I showed a bunch of chocolate in my mouth. Yeah, you got some on your teeth. <laughs> it's very cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so ladylike. <laughs> what? So ladylike. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't we don't do talk that. about that. We don't do that, Brady. We don't do what? Call things ladylike. Oh. Why don't we? Fuck that. Why, do, why does the sex determine how I act? It doesn't. Okay. But it's a colloquial. Like, it's the use of the word. You're going to say colloquial. Colloquial. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one who fucks up I the just English did, language. I just anomic aphasia myself. But... <laughs> but I'm trying to be better. Oh, good. I'm just no, not catching no, up you're, as fast as we'll everybody tell you. else. We'll tell you real fast. Yeah, we'll call you out. You're good. Everybody calls me but out. That's, but that's what's helpful when your friends do call you out because then you're more aware. Yeah, I don't want to be told to act like a lady. <clears throat> I want to be called a dirty whore sometimes. And that's okay. And that's okay. But not a lady. I don't think I've ever like legitimately told someone to act like a lady. Well... Right. I understand that there's usually, like, in context of humor, but <clears throat> when you grow up as a little girl, being told constantly to behave like a lady, like I was, by my oh, very Oh, yeah, that parents, would be miserable. I just don't find it funny anymore. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of us out there like that. Yeah. Man up. My daughter Brady. said, yeah, okay. Yeah. I will. Thank you for letting me know I needed to. Yeah, like, I just, I don't get it. Like, act like a lady or man up. Like, it just, that does. Yeah, I think we need to put all those terms to rest. I wonder and what the difference is where I didn't take offense our, to that. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think just even calling that stuff out now and kind of being fully aware can also help people like our listener, L. Yeah. And having those gender-crossing norms be now normal like i mean yeah. maybe not normal but like more widely accepted and understood where you get to be yourself with the person you trust the most um with your partner um you know if whether or not you want to keep it behind closed doors and in the bedroom or or not like just having those conversations telling people educating people making educating them people aware. right like that's how you normalize these things in society is you yes. talk about them if you're brave enough to talk about it with not just your partner but also your friends or mm -hmm. you know other people in your circle um that is the first step to normalizing it and making it safe for everyone to be exactly who they want to be and how they want to be yeah that's why thank you for listening to the podcast you have listener, whoever you are that's listening right now, and also our listener, L, you know, being fully aware of what's going on and giving us a listen and increasing your awareness of what's going on. Um, and thank you, Brady. Thank you for our chocolate today. You're welcome. I hope you haven't been able to hear me burping for the last five minutes. <laughs> I've heard a couple rappers, yeah. but the rappers, but that's, that's it. I've got a Mariah burp reel going. I'm like whenever the microphone's on and she doesn't realize it, yeah. I've been saving them. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's up to like eight minutes. So if anyone has a burp You're fetish, lying. no, I'm it's serious. not eight I'm, minutes. Yeah. I, I and then it. there's a couple of her going, sorry. <laughs> 
I'm not really sorry. That's I don't my, give a fuck. Like my, my bodily functions, I don't have to apologize for, but I no. still do because I'm like, oh, sorry, that was in your ear. It's more like because uh, I forget the mics are on yeah. and I was like, oh, shit. Like, it's not like if I kind of turn away, but the mic is still there. I'm not burping in your face, but yeah. I'm burping in your ear. Anyway. I don't think any of the sorries came from you burping. You like screwed something up we were working on. And you were like, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. So I've been saving all the sorries and all the burps. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I've got like eight minutes in a row. Sorry. Burp. <laughs> Wow, is that's that what gonna, I sound like? Is that's that the, gonna be our hundredth episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be an hour of that. Mariah's hundred burps. That's gonna go up on Patreon as like bonus footage. Oh my god, that's yes. what I was gonna say. If anyone has a burp fetish, like I will burp in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a call anytime I'm feeling that brew. Oh dear God. All right. Uh, well, thank you for staying till the end of the episode today with all of our Lovely interruptions and nonsense. Nonsense, but yeah, we're just human. You want the mouse? You want the clicky, 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 click, click? Um, again, patreon.com forward slash salty sex cast or salty sex cast at gmail.com that you can email us and check us out on Facebook as well. Thank you. I forgot. <laughs> we post some fun things on there we do and I, I i posted recently um asking everyone to give us a review on apple podcasts and i did it in the most clever way and i just was so satisfied with myself with that post <laughs> so if you haven't checked out the post asking about that you know it's this cute little you slide into the side of the panties i said give us a something and then surprise us with a review i can't remember and then also leave us a review you had to be there (laughs) please and thank you (laughs) thank you (laughs) all right all right i hope everyone has a great week stay sexy and salty Bye. bye yeah and what's puberty puberty well puberty's a lot of things here's the piece when you hear about it first it sounds very strange. Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself. And there's a center opening between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.